What's going on, family? Welcome back to another installment of Brother DSP Speaks. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Welcome back, y'all. Um, this installment, it's not going to be so political as the uh, last few. This one, we're just discussing the uh, music business and, you know, the subtle nuances and intricacies and what to look out for, what you should do. You know, just just a, just a, just some game from from me personally, because as I told you all many, many times on the platform, um, I've tried to get into the uh, music business myself. Wasn't successful. Maybe that was a good thing that I wasn't successful because I wouldn't be here doing what I actually love to do now. Um, Podding and having y'all come through and check me every week that this drops. Um, this is installment number five. Like I said, we discussed in the music business. Um, there will be three more installments after this, and that'll be the end of season one. Um, I truly appreciate the the love, man. Like I wasn't even trying to really produce these episodes, not produce. I'm sorry to promote these installments yet, um, because like I said, most of these topics are timeless. So I can sit there and promote all eight installments at once when it is, when I do have all eight installments done. Um, but the fact to see that I see people are actually coming to these um, installments, I'm like, damn, I guess I might as well start promoting now. As y'all can see, if you follow the uh, Blast Podcast Instagram page, that's at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, um, you'll see that I'm starting to promote the installments right now um if you peep it in the story or if you peep it on the um on the on the uh, timeline you'll see that i'm starting to promote them but like i'm really gonna go hard with that later on after all eight installments are done um that'll be the end of season one and the beginning of a new season of um the mor voh basketball experience but that's another topic altogether and once again we're discussing the music business we're about to get into the ad and um, we're going to get right into the, uh, the bulk of the episode. We'll be right back. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, 
Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. What's going on, family? I'm back. Oh, man, this is a great topic. Uh, the music business. Uh, where, where, where can I start, man? You know what? I'm going to start, start it off like this. Protect your intellectual property. Um, that's major. Protect your art. Um, make sure you own your IP, man. For all you artists out there um, trying to get a deal... Or out there, you know, just doing what you got to do to get your art heard and create opportunities through your music. Make sure you own your music, man. And I don't mean like just saying it's yours. I mean like doing the proper paperwork to make sure that it's yours. It's copywritten, trademarked, whatever you have to do to make sure it's good. Because what's happened, what's happened during this digital age the middleman has been cut off. You really don't need the record label to market yourself or market you or, or promote you um, because you can do that yourself now. Um, there's there's re- opportunities for artists to get their music mastered. Um, probably a lot more now than when I was trying to get in the game. Um, the climate was totally different when I was trying to get in the game. Um, we had to deal with the middleman. Um, probably at the latter part of my hustle of trying to get in, it started shifting because social media started to become a marketing avenue, a promotion avenue for artists that were trying to get on. A lot of artists got signed by um, MySpace or YouTube and stuff like that. But um, we didn't have like the, like you could have gotten your music mastered, but you had to pay a big buck for it. Nowadays, um, it's so common. Um, you got people using the mastering as a hustle, a side hustle. It's like, oh, you want your music mastered? I got you. Give me this much and I'll make sure your shit sounds clean. You know? So, like, nowadays you guys are affording more resources than, let's say, I had when I was trying to do, when I was trying to get into the music business. Um, you also have the Spotify's, the the um, the the Apple, uh, the Apple, you have the iTunes, you have the, um, what's the other joint? SoundCloud. Like, you can get your music out there now, you know what I mean? You If you have a, a song that really resonates with the masses, like, you have nothing to worry about. You don't need the label. You could press your own merch um, if you're doing it right. If you're do, really, really doing it right, either you got a clothing line or someone close to you on your team has a clothing line. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's so much different things that goes into the music business. If you If you did listen to the conversation that, I had with uh, Stan Michael on the platform 
on um I think it was like episode three. It's called Moonwalking with Stan Michael. He broke it down the the best way I can I can say it. So I'm gonna repeat repeat it. He said there's the thing about the music business, people forget that there's two words to it. A lot of people get caught up in the music. Not too many people get caught up on the business side of it. And when we say people, I'm speaking of the artists. Nowadays, artists, you have to be more business savvy because when you're trying to get into the game, when you're doing deals and licensing deals and all these th things that you're trying to do to get your music heard, to get your art heard and to create opportunities through your art, you have to protect your shit. You have to protect it because these labels are going to try and take that and that's the way they make their money off your masters, off repurposing your music. You know what I mean? So um, if you if you are looking for that deal, um, then go about it the way you've been going about it. The only thing is I can't. One thing I want to say is be careful because those labels will sit there and smile in your face when they're ready to invest in you, when they believe that they found their um, ticket, they found their money, their money. Uh, their money, their cash cow. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. They they feel that they found their cash cow. They're going to be the friendliest fucking people on the planet. They're going to love you. They're going to be smiling in your face. They're going to be offering you free lunch. They're going to be doing all this shit for you. You know what I mean? Um, give you a pretty advance, a nice advance, um, a couple hundred thousand. Keep you calm, calm you down. And um, once you sign that contract, guess what? Get your ass in the studio because that money we gave you, you owe us. If you signed a 360 deal, they own, they get a percentage out of everything you do. That's merch, your music, everything. So for those of you who are trying to chase that deal, go right ahead. But just know that there are things you have to be aware of when you're talking about signing a record deal um like i said you really don't need it now this day and age artists can get their music heard by thousands of people especially if they have a song that hits if you have a song that bops and the people are fucking with it guess what you're gonna take off for example young ma is a perfect example i don't remember the song because i didn't really listen to her music like that but i know that she had a song on soundcloud that took off and people were asking her for an album after just one song. And this is why you didn't hear anything from her for like a year or two, because she was going through artist development. She was creating the art and making sure that it came out right. So when she did drop her debut, which I heard was phenomenal, um, it did what it had to do. So like, um, all I have to say to you artists that, artists that are listening to this, um, to this right now, I would, I would, me, I would advise you to focus on just getting a distribution deal because in this day and age, you could do your own marketing, you could do your own promotion, you could do your own merch. My thing, if you're just an artist that wants to focus on the art and that's it, get a team. Um, get you a team, get you a manager so they can manage your business. If you have business like that, if you don't have business like that, then all you have to do is get someone that handles your marketing and promotion, someone that handles merch, and um, and a, a group of people that believe in you. And is especially in this day and age, 
have them repost your stuff. Have them post their thing. Have, have them post your art or whatever you're doing on social media. And that's how you get heard or seen by other people. You know, um, like I said, if you do have business dealings, get you a manager. Because as an artist, I know some of y'all don't want to deal with the business side of things because it's tricky. And they use a lot of terminology that you may not understand. So get you a manager, but make sure the manager is someone you trust and someone that's business savvy. Don't just throw your boy up there because he said he can be your manager. Don't do that because that's going to strain your friendship. Get somebody that one, you can trust, two, has your best interests in sight, and three, is business savvy. I should make I should make three number one. Number one is make sure they're business savvy. Two, make sure you trust them. And three, they have your best interests and in, insight. Um, you got you gotta have those things. Um, that's if anything, in hindsight, because you know they say hindsight is 2020, that's one thing I could say I didn't do correctly. I didn't have I was too busy focusing on developing a rap team. Um, if I focused on um, developing a business side team, like um, someone that focused on marketing and promotion, someone that focused on um, on merch. At the time, I wasn't even worried about merch. But I had a lot of business dealings that I let fall to the wayside because guess what? I was doing everything on my own. I was doing my own marketing promotion because I had trust issues. That I will not deny because in my life, I've been through a lot of bullshit to help these trust issues uh, manifest. Now I don't have trust issues. Um, if anything, I see something, I won't say anything. And then I just keep it moving. I don't have trust issues like I did before. Like I got people helping me with this platform. You know what I mean? Big shout out to Wicked Keys. Big shout out to my brother Bravo. These two individuals are helping me out behind the scenes with this platform. You don't need to know. I mean, you, of course you may have heard Wicked Keys, uh, beat in the beginning of this, but, um, other than that, he does more behind the scenes than y'all that y'all don't know about. So it, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. So I just I like I said, I, I wanted to talk about the music business because I didn't I didn't want to get too political or have too many installments that are super political, like, like I said before. But like to me, I felt this was a great topic to discuss because I think there's a lot of intricacies and nuances within the industry itself that a lot of artists don't know about, man, like the 360 deals, like like the labels um, giving you that free lunch so they can own your masters. Um, a lot of y'all might even be afraid to go into the label meeting and requesting your masters. Don't be afraid. Say that. Say you want to own you want to own your art. Let them know that, look, I'm willing to work with you, but I have to own all my music. Some of them won't like that. And if they don't like that, that's, that's the meeting you need to leave. That's if you're looking for that type of deal. You have to understand, some of y'all are probably just out there looking for the exposure. So if you can get the deal that gets you on that big label, you, you good with that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, some of y'all are good with that. Some of y'all want to own your music because you hear the Jay-Z's, you hear the Nas's, you hear what they're saying about owning your music. You know, and you want to own your music because you don't want to be a slave to the label. You know what I mean? You don't want to be a slave to someone else who owns your music, repurposing your music, and you can't even make no money off of it because they're too, you don't own your music. 
Like, if you own your masters, you can put out a greatest hits album. Say you own your masters, right? And you drop three albums, right? After those three albums, right? Say you you, it took you six years to make three albums. On that seventh and eighth year, guess what? You can make money off those same exact songs in a compilation. Because you're repurposing the music. Um, say Another example, um, if you own your masters. Licensing. Whenever they use your music, you get a big cut. Because whenever, say, the episode is replayed or the commercial is replayed and your music is on there, you get a cut. Not the label. The label gets no percentage in that because you own the masters. So you get paid for the licensing, and that's all you. Because some labels, um, if you license the song through the record label, they get a percentage because you don't own the fucking masters. For example, who had a big record? Um, dang, Macklemore. If you remember that song... Um, Dag, what was the name? Not the not the thrift shop song. The song before that, let me go back. It's 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 like it had the big black dude singing the hook. I mean that song was everywhere. Um, I would like to think that Macklemore and Ryan Lewis got a nice check out of that because I don't think they were signed to a major. I could be wrong, and if they were signed to a major, they had to cut a percentage to the um, label. But if they weren't, they saw a lot of money off just that one song. Just that, off that one song being repurposed through license, licensing deals. So my thing to you, family, if you're listening, um, know the business. Learn the business. Or get someone who knows the business and that you trust. You, ha you have to know the business, you know what I'm saying? I could sit here and give you subtle tips and that, but this is not a master class, you know what I'm saying? This is just me discussing with whoever's listening about the music business, and if they're trying to get into it, the th certain things I want them to know. I want them to know that own your intellectual property, you understand? Um, another thing is you don't need these labels now, man. They need you. At the end of the day, you don't need these labels no more. Um, if anything, get a distribution deal. If these labels want to be involved, if they want to be involved, make sure you own your music and a distribution deal. I mean, they may work a deal with you where they want to own the masters of the first two albums and then the third one is yours. Or Like, I've been hearing deals lately where the artists... They don't own like the first two or three albums, but the after that, they own it. Because I think Taylor Swift was having an issue with either her label or something. This was like months ago. And because um, I believe she owns her masters now. And there were certain songs um, she was trying to repurpose that she couldn't repurpose. You know what I mean? So I believe it was the label or the manager or the producer. Somebody seized those songs for being repurposed and she was kind of upset about that so when i saw that i paid attention to that because i was like i do want to discuss this at one point so i was glad that i am i'm doing this brother dsp speech because i can touch on these topics without impeding on whatever topic i'm talking about on the weekly episodic show um so it doesn't well i, I wouldn't say interfere but i can actually deep 
dive on one topic on the show because that's what this one this show is about so what else can i say about the music business man um one thing i want to say about it some of y'all might not may disagree with me um don't get so caught up in competing with the next artist um because it takes away from what you're doing musically and what happens it may affect your business um, always be on the defense, especially us coming from where we come from, Rockland County, New York. Ain't nobody really rocked with us like that. Um, so we gotta, we gotta be on defense. We're not, we're not from one of the boroughs. So it's like, they're already going to look at us like, okay, where, where are these guys from and, and what they got? So if anything, be on defense, don't compete. If anything, if you want to compete with somebody, compete with yourself. Compete with yourself saying, basically trying to outdo the last song that you did. You know what I mean? That'll keep you on your toes. That'll keep you hungry. That was one thing I always focused on. I always focused on, like, trying to make the 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 last song sound like shit compared to the new one. I'm not going to front. There were times I did want to battle, you know what I mean, because of the the exposure it gets you get from it but um it's not that serious um unless 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 artists unless someone's getting out of pocket and you know disrespecting you fam you got to defend you have to defend who you are as an artist and it's the perfect opportunity to show your skill you know what i mean but at the end of the day don't compete with the next artist Worry about what you're doing, because guess what? There will be artists that truly, truly, genuinely fuck with you, truly, genuinely fuck with your sound, and they're going to want to work with you, and that's what you want to do. What you want to do is work with the other artists. You know what I mean? See their work ethic. Maybe maybe they may inspire you to do some shit or put you on some, some other type of way of putting your music together. You know what I mean? Like You don't want to burn those bridges, man. Like if they got if they got beef with you, let them have the beef with you, man. Don't don't get caught up in that. Like I tell people, I tell a lot of artists this all the time. Don't get caught up in that shit, man. Trust me, I used to get caught up in that that drama shit all the time because at one point it was a marketing scheme. Fifty popularized the marketing scheme of trolling and and popping shit and all that. You know what I mean? Making songs about other artists. It's like don't waste your studio time doing that. The last person I can honestly say that did a diss that I truly appreciated had to be Push. Because Push didn't even waste a beat on it. Like, and I don't care what none of y'all say. Y'all Drake fans may get upset about this, but um, he got Drake the fuck out of here with that diss, man. Yeah. But that's another topic. But yeah, like, I mean, don't waste your studio time. Don't waste your pen. Don't waste... Like I said, don't waste your time on it, man. Don't compete with these other artists. If anything, build with these other artists, man. You never know what you might put them onto. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, the music business, it's so many intricacies, so many nuances that you have to look out for as an artist because you have to be careful. You gotta, you gotta constantly be on defense. You don't know who's truly... Um, looking out for you and who's truly trying to get you. This is the business world, man. The music side is fun. Trust me, I know. I was there. 
the business side, it's what kind of turned me away from the whole thing, man. It's why I don't rap no more. It's why I don't make music no more. It's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? The business side of that was so nasty. So, I mean, I just wanted to touch on the music business a little bit. I hope I, hope I was able to open up your eyes and ears or whatever I opened up to, to what's going on, man, because... A lot of people, a lot of y'all are just going into this industry ass out, butt ass naked, don't know what the fuck to do. And I was like, nah, man, as, as a person with a platform that's getting popular, I'm not going to say we're popular, not yet. We're getting there. Um, it's only right that I talk about this topic. It's only right that I talk about the music business as a whole. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, we about to get into this ad, man. Like I said, I'm not trying to sit here and talk y'all to death. We're about to get into this ad, and then I'll be back to um, close out the uh, episode. Be right back. The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? Thank you, thank you, thank y'all for listening, man. I truly appreciate y'all coming through on a weekly basis, listening to these installments, man. Um, I hope you truly enjoyed this one. Like I said, I, I didn't want to be too political. Um, I just wanted to get a topic in there. Um, that wasn't so political. Um, the first one, the first installment was, uh, why do IG models get hate? That was a cool one to do. And then I believe the following three were like political as hell. So I was like, you know what? Let me get on this installment and uh, talk about something that isn't so political. And that's what I hope I did with this music business um, installment. I hope um, I was able to open some eyes. Hopefully I was able to help an aspiring artist look at their plan differently. Because many of you probably thought, man, let me just get on this uh, label and, and um, I'll be good. That's not the case, y'all. So, I hope I was able to convey that with um, this episode, man. Um, I just want to thank y'all again for coming through, man. Like, I don't think y'all understand how grateful I am for y'all. Because without y'all, there's no me. Because if y'all weren't listening, I wouldn't continue to do this. You know what I'm saying? So, as I said, I'm just trying to continue to grow the platform. I believe this is the fifth installment. We got about three more to go. Um, that'll, after number eight, that'll be the end of season one of Brother DSP Speaks. Not sure when we'll be making a comeback, but we'll definitely be making a comeback for season two of Brother DSP Speaks. Um, please be sure to tune in next week. We're going to be discussing a political topic. It'll be about race. 
Um, the next episode is going to be the episode before Black History Month. So I felt it was appropriate to talk about race right before that month. So um, please come back and check in. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. Thank you for listening to Brother DSP Speaks. And please be sure to follow the IG page at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, y'all. And once again, thank y'all for listening and come back next week. Peace.